Welcome back to Cocktails and Colts. I'm your host, Tyler Holmes, and this is Jordan. It is. Welcome back to... I'm so sorry. <laughs> my You're microphone, like... I realized, was like too close to my mouth, so I moved it. <laughs> so I didn't breathe on you. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. Take two. Welcome back to Cocktails and Colts. I'm your host, Tyler Holmes, and this is Jordan. Uh, Jordan Tyler, actually. Jordan Tyler Holmes. <laughs> Tyler H.H. H. Holmes. H.H. H. Holmes. You smell like smegma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you drinking? I don't know. Oh. Belgian Dark Ale. Ooh. It's from Unibrow. Unibrow. You know, well, you know, brew or whatever. It, it's a from Quebec, I think. Is it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Quebec, Canada. So it's like French Canadian words. Trois pistoles. I don't know. Three pistols. Three pistols. Mm-hmm. Does it taste like three pistols? It doesn't taste like any pistol, thankfully. I never had a pistol in my mouth, though. I should know. You probably uh, should not do that. I believe so. Mm-hmm. Or you may end up on a podcast. I may end up on a podcast that YouTube restricts. Oh, gosh. <laughs> For yes. saying words that, you know. YouTube restricted one of our podcasts, so it probably didn't alert you that the Heaven's Gate podcast came out. So we will try to be more careful about the words that we use because it put it put uh, warnings on it. Mm-hmm. So if you would like to watch it, it is on the page. Go to the videos and find the Heaven's Gate one and you can watch it. It's very good. We have a lot of listens on the audio version because it didn't restrict it there. Uh, the, right. vid- the video version it restricted on YouTube because they did not like our our choice of words that are just normal words that have to do with the story or probably the amount of time we said them i don't know who knows i don't know but, but yeah there's a whole warning with like the hotline and everything you can call if you're having troubles mm-hmm. i've used that hotline before and uh twice i had really bad experiences and once i had a good experience calling the hotline <laughs> So, if you don't like the person you got, call back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, today I'm going to do things a little differently because I watched about probably 30 hours of content on this cult. Okay, first I'm going to say allegedly a cult. I'm going to say everything in this, this is alleged and my opinions so that I do not get sued because mm-hmm. they are, these the two are a little sue happy. Um, but I'm protecting myself allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Okay. <laughs> well, that's how you. That's how you'll know that you've made it if you get <sighs> sued. I, I suppose they haven't won any lawsuits. They've just tried to sue people. Right. So they just waste your resources and bog you down time wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, doesn't everyone want to be a cult leader someday? 
No. No. So this cult, I only wrote down part of it because most of it I can say just conversationally, but I wanted to write down the backstory of the male leader of this organization. Um, So it's called Twin Flames Universe. And sounds great, right? Twin Flames, love. It's just a... It sounds like a dating app. Right? It kind of is. Oh. (laughs) Which we'll get into. But so this cult is still in existence. So I want to mention everything I'm going to say is alleged. And my own opinion based on the documentaries and research I have done on this group and the leaders, which is a lot. It's been about three weeks of research. (laughs) (laughs) It has, yeah. Um. The couple behind Twin Flames Universe are Jeff and Shalea Divine. That is their name. And the reason they say they are not a cult is because they are a virtual group. But they definitely fit the bite model, as you will see through this episode. And they fit every category of what a cult or high, uh, high-pressure group are. Um, they are a high control group with the same tactics as an in-person cult, but the kicker is they are talking about bringing the group to a compound in person. Oh, then it'll be uh, full fledged. Even though he's very adamant they're not a cult because they're not in person and they're only online. <laughs> um, okay. But what is a twin flame and how is it different from a soulmate? twin flames are two parts of the same soul they are incomplete without each other and have a pull to one another and will find a way to be connected no matter what the barriers are in the way and that will definitely come into play later they say you may have a lot of soulmates out there uh, people who would compliment you and you would get along with well people who you could be happy with but will never be complete because your other half to your soul is out there somewhere okay wow Uh, yeah jeff born jeffrey ian ian i can never say names so how's it it spelled a-y-a-n a-y-a-n interesting yeah ian ian um he he grew up in michigan (laughs) Um, to a working class parents and was baptized Greek Orthodox and then converted to Roman Catholic at seven years old. Okay. He attended Catholic school from second to sixth grade when he transferred to public school, but he remained very ingrained in the Christian faith and had a passion for God. So he continued studying the Bible and stayed very connected to the Catholic church. Later, he did become disassociated with the Catholic Church when they became adamantly against gay marriage. Jeff was very inclusive, and this felt extremely wrong to him. He says on his website that he believed people are not born as mistakes, and they should be able to choose whoever they um, choose to love. That sounds great, right? Right. But this will morph and become problematic later on. (laughs) Friends and family who knew him growing up said he was the class clown, loved attention, loved performing, which led him to the drama club, loved being on stage in the center of attention. He was very charismatic and was in love with love. He was a serial dater and seemed to always be in a relationship. 
previous girlfriends have come forward saying he treated his girlfriends like a queen and he was very romantic. Like they didn't have anything bad to say about being in a relationship with him and how they were treated. Okay. Uh, friends of Jeff's said he did not have a particular career goal when asked what he wanted to be when he grew up. Um, his response alluded to wanting to make the maximum profit for the least effort and wanted to be self-sustaining. Okay. Wow. Um, he later went on to study business at Western University and he became very interested in personal growth after running across a self-help website. He said this is where he realized you can change yourself and create your own reality and perceptions of the world around you. He says a holy fire was lit inside of him, and this brought him back to spirituality and found a spiritual guide, um, teacher, a guru, um, diving into the spiritual realm with a teacher brought him visions um, that he says he was visited by angels that brought him a message straight from God. And this message was that Jeff's purpose is to bring people back to God. This brought him to tears and um, full, he fully accepted this mission and purpose, vowing to dedicate his life to this. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the following fall, he sold all of his belongings Oh, wow. um, okay. <laughs> besides one backpack and some clothing and moved to Northern California where he studied yoga, dove deeper into spirituality and wanted to also push his entrepreneurship and hoped to start his empire. <sighs> so he's interesting. Um, he, he is, started yeah. changing his name a lot. So he went by Ender Aenethos. He went okay. by um, Jeff Aenethos, and then he just decided to go back by his name, Jeff, um, <laughs> later on, because, but he kept posting on social media. He would be like, oh, well, I, uh, um, I will only go by this name now. This is my divine name. This is my one true name. And then he would change it again, like a couple of He would later. change, yeah, like, like me on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> and be Santa. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh so yeah, he he did that. He then um decided again, hey, I'm being called to move down to Hawaii. So he moved to Hawaii in a little shack and he ended up renting it out as an Airbnb and living like outside and like sleeping on the ground to save money and so he would rent out the shack as and save money but yeah okay so, so he got a little money coming in um doing that and he was okay with being a minimalist and he was very hippy dippy had really long hair um and then he went online and he was in some groups that were about spirituality and stuff. And he met Shalea, which before she was Shalea, her name, her birth name was Megan Plant. Okay. Megan Plant became Shalea. Yes. And she grew up in, um, so she grew up in Canada she had um her mom and dad and her dad walked out on them okay he called it long distance parenting 
<laughs> that's that's a euphemism for mm-hmm. walking out if I ever heard one yeah it was interesting um he yeah. ended up starting a business but he kind of started this business before he moved and the business partner ended up being his wife when he moved to the states so we don't know if he was already seeing this person and had planned this out or what but okay he ended up having another family with this other person as one does sure yeah long distance parented (laughs) (laughs) um so she just had her mom for a long time and um she ended up uh the mom ended up getting cancer and passing away um did not move in with the father moved in with different family where it's alluded to that she was um being assaulted in that home um she later on moved i believe to arizona um going to school and she became really into spirituality and and that's where she uh she was living i think like on a couch she didn't have anything to her name he was like living in a shack didn't have anything to his name they met online i was gonna say sounds they must be they, they sound like they're like around our age i think so okay or a little yeah, younger wow that's interesting to think of like cult like uh, alleged cult uh leaders as being our age i mean that's so I think it was about wow. 2012 when okay. they started this um, grouping. Grouping. So they fell in love online and he moved her out to Hawaii. But before that, he was very all about the fact that they're together. They are pulled to each other. They are destined to be together. And he's never felt anything like this. And they are perfect together. <laughs> So they end up um, starting doing uh, YouTube videos. He was already doing like a blog thing for his yoga and spirituality stuff. Uh Uh, But she was even more spiritual than him. And so he started learning from her. And then that's when they discovered the whole twin flames thing. That twin flame. They're like, we are twin flames. We are. Right. So they themselves. Yeah. We are supposed to be together. The world is going to bring us together. And now that we're together um, and we're doing it correctly, um, we need to teach other people. And God, of Uh, course, told him this. Of of course. Yes. Because he talks to God. So, um, (laughs) of course. So they start doing these YouTube videos talking about how twin flames um, can have challenges because you are basically the same person. And you end up um, usually butting heads at first, but once you learn to connect, you because you're seeing in the other person what you don't like about yourself. Okay. So you learn and grow together to end up emulating what you want to see in the other person so that you can see in yourself, and this comes into play later as well. You see in yourself, because uh, you'll see in them what you don't like in yourself. So they call it mirroring. Okay. So you mirror each other. And so you learned that I need to change that in myself if I'm seeing it and not liking it in them. Right. So, which, okay. From a, 
overview like that sounds great. Like, sure, that is what we should do. Usually in our child, we usually get along least with the child that's most like us because we see in them the things we don't like in ourselves. (laughs) Right, yeah. Same thing. Uh, so then, um, they're doing these, these videos and stuff. They, um, people start flocking to them. They start getting thousands of views, then tens of thousands of views and getting all of these subscribers. And, um, they're realizing people really do like this and they start making money off of like YouTube and stuff. So they, they make that their job. So they're just making these videos So then they start making a community of these people and they're like, okay, God's telling me that I need to do, to do like coaching with people and, um, connecting people to each other and having people, um, um, come to us so we can tell them how to get their significant other that they feel drawn to. Right. So they start charging for those classes, like, Uh, um, of course, or group settings. So they had groups and then they had like one-on-one coaching as well. There were different levels to like what you could buy into. Uh-huh. So they start doing these classes and they're teaching them about, um, basically you cannot give up on getting your twin flame. You have to do whatever you can. It doesn't matter if they're in another relationship. It doesn't matter if they don't want to see you. It doesn't matter if they, like are pushing you away because usually there's a chaser and, and there's a runner. Oh boy. And the people coming to them are usually the chasers and they're going after the runners. And. But like, I, I thought that like they got together under really different circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't chasing and running for them. No, they developed like, they sound like they just got along really well. Yeah. And they love this theory. That happens sometimes, but other times there's a there's a runner and a chaser. Oh, so they kind They're of play more off spiritual. Like a... They oh. were ready. They were ready. I I see. So since they were ready and others aren't. Yeah. That's problematic though. Yeah. Being like, yeah, there's a chaser and a runner. Sometimes you gotta chase your twin flame. Yep. Oh, there were restraining orders that were put on these people. They were then yep. told, oh, you can't let a piece of paper come between you and your twin flame. You need to keep going after them. Some of them oh, no. were arrested for stalking. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And they were this told, already... like, in the groups and stuff, they were like, okay, you need to text him and you need to text him this. You need to text him that he needs to send you some nudes because he's going to love that and he's going to text you back. Wow, 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 wow. Mm-hmm. This is super problematic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was thinking the whole twin flame thing was at least going to be like charming or endearing, but no. Some of them are. Mm-hmm. Some of them are where they came together. They're like, okay, we're twin flames. We're together. We want to join this group together and learn how to do things better together. Right. Okay. Some of them were like that. Some of them were able to chase them into a relationship. Um, but yeah, they Yikes. were growing their numbers by people bringing people in. So they were like pushing them to bring more people in as their partner um, mm-hmm. to be a part of this thing because they're divine by being these twin flames and you're like the mm-hmm. best power couple and you're going to do everything amazing. 
and that's what God wants for you. And you're going to be rewarded for being with your twin flame. Yikes. So this is going on for a while and it's growing and growing and growing. Um, Mm -hmm. And they end up having too many people to do these classes with. So they start trying to get coaches. Okay. And so they talk these, they say, so there was like some people in some of these documentaries, one of them was like a dancer and she's like, they're like, what do you feel like your calling is? And like, they recorded all of their sessions and there's a bunch of them out there. You can watch their sessions that they did with people and they are so crazy, like problematic. Uh, Okay. Very problematic. On YouTube? On YouTube and during the documentaries and stuff, they'll play some of them. But uh, so this one in particular was the actual session that I saw. And she's mm-hmm. like, I want to be a dancer. I want to be on stage. And she's like, and I'm, I'm being accepted into like these programs and stuff. And that's what I want to do. They're like, no, you want to be a coach for, for Twin Flames Universe. Oh, okay. So it was just basically like just telling them, no, 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 you're going to do this. Mm-hmm. That's what God wants you to do. You're going to fail if you go on stage. You're not going to be happy. This is what's going to make oh, you happy. Jesus. Okay. So finally, like she gets broken down and she's like, okay, fine. We'll be coaches like her and her twin flame, like any of their like success stories. They like try to make them be coaches. And they were like, you can keep all the profit from coaching. So they got to keep all the profit from coaching, uh, but they had to buy the classes. So the classes are a lot of money. Uh They have, they're all angel numbers. So it's like for these sessions and then it's per week so I think it was like um, depending on the level of class like coaching you had it started Mm -hmm. at like 150 a month and then it went all the way up to like a thousand a month or something like that that you're paying these coaches depending on how much one-on-one time like you want so so, okay, so you would get your twin, let's say you chase them down mm-hmm. and they acquiesce and they're like, all right, now you have to go with that person to a class with a coach mm-hmm. and you potentially have to shell out thousands of dollars mm-hmm. to, to do that. Books. You have to buy the books, you have to buy the class, like the video classes so they are the classes mm-hmm. that they used to do live with people they recorded them and then you pay for them so it sounds exactly like the tapes that they did for amway oh this You've is got an mlm it. oh yeah <laughs> so this then uh-huh. later on um they start making all this money and stuff or the coaches need to bring in so many people to coach so they're bringing in people um mm-hmm. they're making money and then they take that away and they start not paying them. They're doing of it for course. free. All the coaching money is going to Jeff and Shalea. And they're getting all the money. So um, after they had gotten married, they changed their last name to Divine. Of course. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they're Jeff uh-huh. and Shalea Divine. <laughs> Jeff gets a vision. Oh, do tell. So he has his long hair. A beard. Mm-hmm. I'm Jesus. I'm Naturally, I'm that's the coming. logical conclusion. I am Jesus. And if you question me, you're questioning Jesus. 
-hmm. Of course. So one of their major coaching things, like I said, that mirror thing is one chapter in their book, mind you, one little Mm -hmm. chapter, but it's like the most important thing. And this is where the control comes in. So you sit there and they'll make you do it on video, but you also do it in your room. You do it in the mirror, you do it everywhere. So if someone is bothering you, if someone, Mm -hmm. if you're really angry at someone because they're doing something, you're not angry at them. You're angry at yourself. So you change your words around. So you look in the mirror or look whatever. And at first you'll be like, I, I'll be like, I'm really angry at Jordan. Um, Jordan is really annoying me. And then you change it around. I'm really angry at myself because I'm being annoying. Okay. I need to change what I am doing and I need to be less annoying. And this is what I'm going to do. So you take all the blame for whatever anyone else does to you. Oh my God. And you change it around every single time. And so if you're ever upset at Shalea and Jeff, you're upset at yourself. You're not upset at them. Right. So, so it's their way of being like, turn it around, do your mirror exercises, tell yourself you're mad at yourself and it's not us, it's you. And you're holding yourself back. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. That's so problematic. Yeah. And it's like, you start out doing like, usually doing the smaller coaching, you're paying less money. You're like, okay, I can, I can afford 150 a month to get this coaching and feel better and, and stuff. And then they're like, okay, yeah, the next level is 250. And then you're like, I can't afford that. And they're like, well, if it's important to you, you're going to find a way. And then they will right. talk you through getting a credit card to pay for it. They'll help oh. you go through like PayPal credit and figure out how to get a credit card and yeah oh my but they God. also want you coaching they want to bring you in as a coach and they want you coaching and taking up all your time coaching and not working because that's going to take up all your time and not making any money off of it i was gonna say yeah you're not making any money off the coaching mm-hmm. but you're also paying for your own coaching yeah in turn yep it's like the human centipede it's just like <laughs> yeah who gets the benefit the person in front so then um, people started having issues like finding their twin flame that were working really hard. And they were like, all of a sudden, Jeff has another vision. Everybody, uh-huh. everybody come here. Come here. Has them all on a video chat thing, a Zoom meeting. I had a vision. From now on, all of your twin flames are going to already be in this group. And I will tell you who they are. Okay. And mind you, 80% of the people who follow them are cis women who are straight. So he starts teaching that twin flames, there's a feminine and a masculine energy, but it's not necessarily in a feminine and masculine body. Mm. (laughs) Yet. Yet. So first he's like, I have seven new couples, 14 people, um, you and you are together, you and you are together, and like tells them in this like group call who the ones who are called to him are together. And he's like, this is magical. Like you have your twin flame. You now need to move to be near each other and like figure this out and make it work. And Whoa. like one of them in that group 
the guy was like super aggressive and he would like assault her um like physically like gave her a black eye and choked her and they're like well what did you do to deserve that like what did you do what were you doing that would emulate him doing that to you right of course i i why would i think it'd be any different yeah with jeff and shillelagh jesus but he also punishes shillelagh jeff does yes and he's oh. like, this is what discipline looks like because he tells her like to shut up and stuff he gets like this power trip and she, it's just like okay well if she, if you're telling her to shut up and you're being angry towards her are you angry towards yourself right i, I think that's on you jeff <laughs> oh so then um like people so one of them comes to them the the girl who the the partner is one of the girls whose partner is very uh, abusive Mm-hmm. comes to them and they're he's like well you're emulating that same thing to us right now because you're being very hostile and she's like no i'm not i am not that way and he just starts laughing at her like yes you are you just don't see it you need to go do your mirror oh exercises God. so he just he's completely lost the plot like this mm-hmm. this jeff guy's like just in a chamber of his own farts just yeah Jesus. So during this time, like while this is going on, they move out of Hawaii and move back to where was he? Michigan, mm-hmm. I think, or Nebraska. They moved to one of those two. They moved to the states, and <laughs> they are living with his friend. And he's like, the friend was on one of these documentaries, mm-hmm. and he was like, this was, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, he's like, I'm doing the self-help stuff and like, you need to get into this. And like, this is what's going on and starts saying he's like the second coming and all this stuff. And he's like, you gotta get out. You gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Jesus. I need the room for the night for someone. Yeah. Um, out of it. So, but they're making all this money. And so they end up um, like moving into a house. And as soon as they're getting money, they're like buying all these nice cars and showing them off. Like mm-hmm. they're not even like trying to hide it. Well, they're of like, course. Yeah. This God has brought us all of this stuff. Like here this is my is... Corvette and here is my like. <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally Amway with a love, like a, a just a, like mm-hmm. a, a, a special chapter on love. Like this yeah. is literally Amway. Yeah, they had one video where they're they're like doing their YouTube video and they're like, we woke up this morning and checked our bank account and we're not just millionaires. We are multimillionaires. And like they don't even like try to hide it from these people that they're using who are like doing these classes for free for them and not making any money. I was going to say, like, what what is in it for the members just to have their twin flame? That's it? And you're following I, Jesus. You're, like, you're I don't know. I don't want to say like that's it. Like, because obviously yeah. love is important. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love somebody and it's really nice. And like I like that. And I like that a lot. I would do a lot for that person. But like for these people to join this group for that express intention, but to not make any like there's no there's no room for advancement. And your leaders are basically like, oh, look at us. Yeah, I'm the second coming of Christ, and I'm also a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? It's this so is, true. And like, they have a Facebook fuck. group 
for people Mm -hmm. and they'll kick you out as soon as there's anything negative that you say or questioning them or of course they even wrote one um like post one of the leaders did uh one of the i don't know the teachers Mm -hmm. and they were like uh or coaches sorry coaches they're like if you have any questions about anything going on feel free to comment it here and we will respond to you and that was like trying to weed people out because they just blocked i was gonna say yeah it sounds like that's just a a weeding technique and like i i want to see like because we've talked about this before like i i get it that you know if you want to find love and like we all, I think it's a it's a basic human need that we all kind of have in some way, shape, or form is that need to be felt like you are wanted or needed or or any of those feelings. Like you want, like obviously we want love. But for these people to prey on that and to suck people in with the thought of like finding your mm-hmm. twin flame, your soulmate, your whatever you want to call it, like that is so underhanded. That's and such now- only way to find a twin flame is to be in this group and have them tell you who it is like and that's just that's like what so like i said 80 percent of them were cis straight women so there was this one girl in the group that like she's living with her mom and she was like coaching and she was hardcore in this um she didn't have her twin flame yet like she was just going through the motions and she's like it'll come to me because i'm part of this right and she comes to her mom one day and she's like i just want you to know i found my twin flame and it was a woman and she's like are you a lesbian she's like no she's like so what's going on well that's my twin flame like i can't we don't get to choose who that is for us like it just so happens that that's my twin flame and that's who i'm connected to so here's the kicker that ends up Mm -hmm. going even more so they will tell in like a same sex group they will tell one of them you're the masculine energy and you need to start emulating that okay so they're just forcing people to they are for there are so many trans men in this group they're told okay. to get on hormones they're told to get surgery they're told to like do all this stuff to emulate that they are the masculine in this relationship that is so not no mm-hmm. like if you go on their website mm-hmm. and you see their testimonials a whole bunch of them are trans men i discovered that i was a trans man and i've never been happier since then and i'm like yeah. i mean i have to imagine like there's probably a few that were probably actually trans men like that were probably headed towards that path Mm -hmm. and and are probably super happy now but i can't imagine that all of them are that that are success stories like that that cannot be it just you you, that's not how that works Mm -mm. you don't just like get into like a forced relationship with somebody and then be like okay now you're gotta act like a dude and you gotta act like the woman Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's not, and this is just a person picking. This is just Jeff going, okay, you two are together. Yeah. Ah, like, and I'm surprised that it's so heavily cis women, cis women. I can't talk. Like, I would think like something like this would snatch a lot of 
lonely cis dudes. <laughs> you know, you would just think that yeah, because if, a... if you're a dude, you're going to be matched up with a woman because there's so right? many. You of would them. think like yeah. this is a cis dude magnet. So to find out that it's actually not a cis dude magnet, but a mm-hmm. cis uh, female magnet, like yeah, what? And then to force them to be trans mm-hmm. for their partner, like what are you like? You're you're literally playing like a a, a godlike figure, and that's mm-hmm. dangerous. It's so much control, and it's I can, to him that he has that control. Right, because I can't imagine all of these are success stories. Like, obviously, they don't talk be... about those. They oh no, of course not. And it's your fault. It's your fault if, you if it's not a success story because that right. means that you weren't doing your mirror exercises. You chose to like disengage from that relationship, mm-hmm. and you made it. You made it. Um, you destroyed it. So imagine there's not only do you have that happening now, but now you have these, you know, uh, failure stories that include. Mm-hmm d-trans men i'm i'm assuming because there has to be some that have like been like yep fuck this this is not for me and then they mm-hmm. d-trans and then they probably become bitter at the entire trans community like, i'm not saying every one of them or, or that i have any information on any of that but like i can't imagine this doesn't happen oh this, no it does yeah but like these 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 but failures hard to get, but it's hard to get out of it once you've already done all of that because oh, then of in order to get out you're going to have to like either live life as a man now or detransition and be rejected right. by both the trans community and the cis het community and yep. so it's they really make it so that you like especially the women and being like okay well now you're with another woman and then that woman's going to transition you're a lot of these women's families are like that were like conservative or whatever they're never going to take them back never and like i can't imagine that there aren't stories of you know leaving this mortal coil because of your situation so i and i only i only frame it that way because of obviously what happened with with heaven's gate yeah and, and talking about it but like this is not only is it sad but it's also dangerous it's also like th- this person these oh. people they are, have people who have unalived themselves because they couldn't get that person and they blamed themselves and everything they put back on themselves and blame themselves for everything that was wrong in their life and uh, people harming them that's my fault and so it's the exact opposite of what these people need which is therapy and neither of these people have a degree in therapy like right (laughs) any sort of mental health and like even if they did, or even if they, you know, we could say, oh, maybe they don't need a degree, but like these people are not, no, they're playing God. They're, they're, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying like that we can't, you know, you shouldn't believe things like twin flames or soulmates, but like people have talked about this before and like been like, for every one person in this world, someone did the math one time, for every one person, there's like 27,000 potential possible people that you might be compatible with. The problem is, of course, just the way the world is laid out and where most people live, a lot of them are not very close to you and probably speak a different language. And, you you know, there would be so many differences that you may never honestly meet that person. So, like, I I think it's, it's, it's dangerous to put a lot of stock into a twin flame, like only 
one other person in this one person and this person only exists inside this group which it didn't used to but now it does (laughs) exactly and that and to have it and like i can see how like you would you know how that would be enticing to be like oh wow my person might be in this you know is very much so in this group i just have to do the work Mm -hmm. i have to do the work they have to do the work you know because I, i think people have a very fucked up understanding of how excuse me how attraction works and how relationships work and i think a lot of people just like people for very arbitrary reasons mm-hmm. like they're just maybe they like their body or something and they feel like oh if this person would just if we could just have a conversation they would like me and they would find out that i'm a great person and they would fall in love with me and i think maybe that's the attraction to something like this it's just like that thought that like you know i might like this person for arbitrary reasons but if they would just have a conversation with me like <laughs> and i'm gonna force it <laughs> force it and they're gonna force it too because they're also in this group with me and we're both gonna force it and it's gonna work yeah that is so dangerous that's not okay mm-hmm. that's, you shouldn't be preying on people on their on their desire to not be alone yeah in this world but you know how... because that's that's strong yeah and you know how in cults things change we have another yeah. change i can't uh... Okay. So Jeff and Shalea don't just have each other as twin flames. They have one more. Of course. But it's not who you think it is. This twin flame will be their child. (laughs) Where are we going? Tyler, I don't know. I want to go down this road. No matter what, God came and told Jeff, no matter what, this child's name is going to be Grace and it's going to have feminine energy. Okay. So they start trying to have a baby. Um, I believe she has a miscarriage. Um, oh, jeez. And then she does get end up getting pregnant, and they had a baby. Mm-hmm. So the baby was born April um, 2023, and her name is Grace Violet Divine, and she's the third twin flame in the group. And because of this, because they are the twin flames to this child, and that child does not have another twin flame, the child will be celibate. Okay, I can handle celibacy. I mean, I'm not saying, like, obviously they shouldn't choose for, I mean, because this child is going to grow up and be their own person. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they don't s- subscribe to this, but like, I really thought this was going to go a much darker place. Thankfully, no. But yet it hasn't yet. Yet, yet. since 2023 was last year. I mean, well, yeah. April of last year, you know, was was She's last year. So like, a year old. Yeah, she'll be. Yeah, but like, I I hope it doesn't go there with Jeff suddenly being like, oh, this is my concubine, because yeah. it hasn't yet. I mean, like you said, like celibacy, great, okay. Well, so in, in compared to the that alternative um was was grace actually born i don't know okay they say a girl was born so but we they already sure. had said that it would have feminine energy so i don't know if it's for sure it's sex is female or not right but they say it's a girl and her name is grace violet divine okay 
I hope it's, I hope. Right. And I know this is such a, that's such a tricky avenue to explore and to hope, but like in a case like that, they're not going to make that, their own decision. Like it's, they're not making, they're actively not making their own decision. And, and I hope that they agree completely with whatever mm-hmm. they grow up into. Yeah. And there's no dysphoria there because that would, yikes of course now we have to get kids involved of course mm-hmm. what about other people's kids like other people's uh other twin flames kids any they're just in the group they're not okay but they're others. not like the dibs of jeff or any other no no okay um and like i said it was all virtual so like these couples live all over the world um, right and they're together in their area of the world but Jeff is wanting to create that compound where everyone lives, which will have even more control. If that I had forgotten, fruition. right? I I had forgotten too about that that aspect of it, where mm-hmm. these twin flames not only are these people changing, you know, genders forcibly, they have to move. for, but they're also moving, mm-hmm. and I don't they're know how they're deciding from their families. They're right. I don't know who's deciding who moves where, or why, or how. I'm pretty sure but the like, feminine moves to the masculine. I'm pretty of sure. Of course, was of course, it's got to be sexist like that. But like, that's so much. That is so. And to, to like I said before, like to prey on someone's desire to not be alone. Like, I think that's that's even more sinister than the prey on someone's desire to be successful. Because I think at at the end of the day, whether or not we're successful financially, like we still desire to have a person, not necessarily like, because I know the way they, they, they worded it was like someone that completes you, Mm -hmm. which I think is problematic in and of itself trying to, but like, which he probably just stole from the movie, Jerry Maguire, the whole you complete me thing, but like, that's pro- that's problematic in and of itself but like yeah just to like to 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 manipulate people based on love like that is so sinister so uh they do live in michigan their net worth mm-hmm. is, is estimated at five million but could be higher right oh, it's got to be higher it's got to be i'm sure i mean you figure i don't know how many how many numbers they spend so much money though oh okay so they spend money like crazy and so well yeah like you said they they have a lavish lifestyle so i'm sure they're probably not very cash rich but asset because cars depreciate as soon as you drive them off the lot so that's Uh an asset (laughs) exactly i just oh it breaks my heart because like i know we've 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 spoken before about how easy it is to get drawn into cults Mm -hmm. And no matter what that draw might be, or the draw might be where, you know, you can live a life of anonymity where you don't have, you know, you can, you can let go of everything that's been in your life before. Um, or it could be money, but like love, especially just seems so sinister. It just seems especially sinister because that's such a huge, that's such a huge part of, of the human condition. Yeah. Like, 
to have a to to be partnered if mm-hmm. if you want to be part obviously i know that there are people out in there in this world who are fine on their own and don't necessarily want another person like genetically or kind of predisposition to it i feel like with the yeah. overpopulation in the world that's changing genetically i feel like that's changing where it's optional and not so much like this huge pull to like procreate because there's too many people but and and that's bound to happen genetically to like we don't need we don't need 20 children anymore now we were having two and now we're not having any sometimes so right um so i feel like that was naturally bound to happen um but yeah, it's definitely preying on what we're taught growing up, what is in every movie, what is in every book, what is in our lives. Because, I mean, we all have parents, most right. of us. Right. Well, I mean, we all were conceived some way, shape, or form. So, yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. But, yeah, it's, it, you're right. It's, it's ingrained in everything, especially the very, the very, I mean, it is, it's the very cornerstone of heteronormativity mm-hmm. is to find a wife or a husband, have children grow old and die like that's kind of i mean obviously there's more to it than that but yeah like that's it's so ingrained in literally everything to the point where you have like parents and teachers who ask kindergartners like oh is that your boyfriend or is that your girlfriend like we're introducing the concept to like five-year-olds and being like oh is that your boyfriend girlfriend and then like who don't even have the hormones for that yet like, have no idea what you're talking about and they're just like yeah you know sure why not okay and then you just kind of you're, you're yeah you're ingrained in that and you're just and it's not happening for you mm-hmm. be it whatever you know like i i remember looking on the dating apps before i stopped doing that it was just so hopeless because like you, you, you see all these people on these dating apps like this is what i saw this is my experiences as someone who identified as a cis male like before realizing that i wasn't but like as a cis male on an app like you have all these people who want you to be the breadwinner mm-hmm. they, they're looking for a husband for the kids they might already have they're looking for someone who they consider has their shit together so they think that, you know, that means like, you know, you have a, you have to have a good job. You have to be successful. You have to have your own house, like, which sounds like I'm making it sound like cis men have it rough. No, but, but at least it, from the aspect of finding a partner, I think, yes, we have, we have overcomplicated it in so much that we, we require our partners to have these things. But I think that a lot of it, too comes from experiences where people have had partners that don't have these things and actively are a parasite on the existing resources so like okay i get that that exists and that's definitely out there and there's a lot of that and you see a lot of people who are very jaded from having experienced only that yeah And, and people who just want a good time and then that's it they're not actually looking for anything um heavy but yeah it's it's scary out there and to have like this potential path that's just like hey join us give us a shit ton of money and uh you know this is gonna be your person you'll have it right you're gonna have this person so if you're rich fine you know okay it's it's some money but like other people like that's a struggle that's a their life savings that's whatever that could be Mm -hmm. that they are 
now spending to do this and potentially coming up empty handed. Like, would you pay $150 a month to know for sure you are with the person who would complete you and you would complete them and you'll be happy together? I don't think I would because like, I mean, like I, I, the person I'm with, like I, I already am those things. Like I already know, like I can feel it in my bones. I don't need Jesus to tell me, Hey, you know what? That person's you, good for you. But if you didn't and you, it was guaranteed. Like if, if it was a legit thing, you knew it was guaranteed okay, yeah. and you would find that person. I mean, yeah, I could see myself being motivated. I mean, I, and I think that's why that's why you see that to a lesser degree with people buying and paying money on these dating apps now. Because, like, and I know there's there's like a class action lawsuit against a bunch of the dating apps because, because their algorithms like, were so funky, and like you had to pay more money to actually have like the people and be able to see them. Yeah, and, yeah. like it was. Yeah, people started realizing. Wait a minute, you're not actually in this to have people find each other. You're in this to make money, which like mm-hmm. it's a little, it's not a little underhanded. It's very underhanded. Like, yeah. So, I mean, like, have I paid money before for dating apps or to have like the gold features or whatever? Like, yeah, I did it before. Absolutely. Or to go to an event to find somebody like a speed dating or. Right. Like and that. what happens, like when people do these things, they fail. I'm not saying they personally fail, but they don't. Mm-hmm. They, they haven't found someone or they they go on dates and the dates are terrible or whatever. And so who they, do they, they spend, blame? Who do they blame? They blame themselves. Yeah. Or they'll just say like, you know, you have these dating apps, whatever, like, yeah, this is their fault. But then like suddenly Jesus comes along and says, hey, you know, you pay me X amount of dollars a month starting at this level. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's your twin flame. Like this is guaranteed. You're going to find, you know. So it's like, okay, well, it's a lot of money up front, but it gets me out of the dating game. Because honestly, like thinking about being like that was one of the things I, I think about being on dating apps that was the most daunting is like the just actually being there and having to have all those mindless conversations with random people that you have nothing in common with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like to, to think like, oh, I could avoid that in the future and just do this. Like, yeah, especially especially in the 2010s and the 2020s now where we are where online dating and meeting people online is not as unheard of as it was in the 90s or as like especially covid like once covid happened like i mean how else are you gonna meet people Mm -hmm. so like yeah it's 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 super enticing to think like yeah i could join this thing and this person who presumably cares about who I end up with is going to give a damn about who they pick for me when it's actually just arbitrary. Like, I can't imagine what kind of a thought process he uses here for, and I'm assuming it's him and not both. I'm assuming it's just him. It's him. I don't know if they both make the decision together, but he's the one who announces it. And she like nods her head a lot. Okay. Well, yeah, she sounds very much so like the, um, the 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 supportive forced support kind of they're both very manipulative they're both very much into the money making and the um coaching and all of that and the classes and Mm -hmm. all of that but i think that he makes the decisions 
for what is told to everybody. Right. It just makes me consider myself very, very fortunate that, you know, I found somebody who's pretty nifty and, uh, nifty thrifty they're nifty thrifty and uh, i don't have to potentially you know worry about that and i was that feels ghosted nice. so much on dating apps too you like i can't imagine you being ghosted of all people i think like, that it's it was post-covid mm-hmm. or during and i think that everyone got this social anxiety that like you have good intentions to go do something and meet up with somebody. And then you're like, Oh shit. Now I actually have to do it today. Right. Well, yeah, I, yeah. COVID definitely didn't help my hermit um, capabilities. Yeah. But like as, he, as even on friends, <laughs> like the BFF bumble and mm-hmm. the friend dating on Facebook, like they have the friend thing. Yeah. Even on those, it's like, I still like it ghosted on those, like just, they'll they'll be talking to me and then we go to make plans and then they stop talking like a week before the plans yeah you know i've definitely worried about that in my life like myself ghosting people but like after having driven 15 hours to go see my uh special person uh i can say that yeah that would never happen you know i think (laughs) you're not a ghost I'm not a ghost. No, like that's, I think, I think that can, that counts as dedication, you know? Yeah. Dedication to the cause. I mean, they're pretty worth it. You know, they're, they're, I think they're pretty worth it. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm a pretty lucky Zoe, let me tell you. You know, because they are the bee's knees. They are literally every joint on a bee's body. That's how cool they are. Do they have more joints than knees? I would think so. They they got little arms. Those are knee. Those are legs too. We call them arms, so you know, like the elbows. You're the bee's elbows. You're the bee's knees. Bee's knees. The cat's meow. (laughs) Yeah, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I think so. I think my anxiety. I understand why people would ghost other people. Yes. Yeah. I haven't been a ghoster, but I get it. And I definitely get to the point where like, shit, I'm supposed to go hang out with somebody and I really don't want to because now I'm like in my bed and I'm happy here and I don't want to go outside. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I just want to watch Star Wars. That's happened. I've definitely, I've definitely felt that exact same feeling where it's like yeah i'm talking to this person but like i feel that might be too like that i'm like you're not feeling it as much as maybe you might have been potentially i don't know because i I guess every situation is different every person's different but like no i've definitely felt that before it's like i don't want to do this i don't want to go do this i don't want to go talk about myself leaving the house than anything (laughs) (laughs) i could see that Yes, it's it's leaving the house. I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, especially in the winter, though. Like for me, I'm like, I don't want to get cold to go outside. Oh, I know. It's Thankfully, so I fun. I have teenagers that can turn my car on and warm it up for me. Yeah, you do. That's that's very nice of them. But yeah, it's I get it. I I get it. I've 
I've definitely ghosted people before. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I haven't. You know, it's, yeah, sometimes you just get overwhelmed with whatever it could be. Mm -hmm. I've canceled plans. I've canceled plans many a time. Um, For me, the issue is when they just don't say anything. Yes. They just stop talking. I've never done that. I've just gotten so overwhelmed that I'm just like, I can't. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to yeah. be able to. And you, then... sh- you should have done that sometimes. What, canceled? Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, you know, in the end, it worked out for me. I'm, like I said, you know. <laughs> no, there were, I'm saying there were things you did that you should have canceled. <laughs> oh, what are you trying to say? Like, I shouldn't have gone on my 15 hour drive? Oh, my no, gosh. that's not what I'm I saying. <laughs> I hope you know what I'm talking about. I don't. What if I should have canceled? Pizza. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah. That wasn't a, that wasn't dating. No, not dating. I I said even friendship stuff. Friendships. Yeah. No, I wasn't, I was thinking dating strictly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's times I wish I, I wasn't such a people pleaser, but. You know, sometimes I used to are. be that person and I still am sometimes, but I used to be that person and I'll help you be assertive because what we're mm-hmm. afraid of is of being aggressive, but assertive isn't aggressive. It, you're right. And you were recently assertive and I'm over the moon for you. Thank you. Because I think that was great for you. Thank Honest you. to goodness. I have my papers right here about the difference between passive, aggressive, and assertive. Mm -hmm. And I realize how much in the passive section I was for a long time and how much I'm getting into the assertive section and that I don't really have anything in the aggressive section. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, so it makes me feel good seeing it because you feel aggressive when you're not used to being assertive. Right. And so... It feels aggressive to say no without giving an excuse or giving a reason. You don't have to all the time. You can say right. no. Right. And that's pivotal. Like, honest to goodness. Like, I know we've switched a little, but yeah, you're, you're <laughs> right. Like, the, the situation you were talking about. But yeah, but the situation you were talking about, I finally was. And I was just like, no. You were. I was proud I'm of not, you. I'm not doing this. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm not. I, I abstain. Uh, from from the this tomfoolery, and I don't need a reason. No. I'm just I, I want out. Get me out of this. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, that's 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 important. I think, yeah, especially when you end up with someone who is allegedly your twin flame that may not be anyone you're actually remotely compatible with. Oh my gosh! I, right. And you're like giving in to everything because you don't want to be looking at yourself that you're doing something wrong. So you just give in to whatever that other person wants. Right. Like, I'm not saying that relationship should be free of any type of, you know, um, I don't know what, not even disagreements, but like, I think relatively speaking, things should just kind of click together like Legos. It shouldn't be. Sometimes it's a little hard to fit the piece in. Or you put it in the wrong spot, but you'll get there. But in the end, like the piece does go there. You know, it's not like you're not like forcing a piece to go where it doesn't belong. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like so often that's what people are doing is they're just forcing these pieces in. And it's just like, that doesn't look right. You didn't make what you thought you made. You know, <laughs> this is not a Death Star you've made. You've made something very different from a Death Star. So that piece seems really mean to that other piece. <laughs> right. But yeah, like, I feel like when you are, compa- like when something is good, like it just should, like, it should just kind of work out on its own very easily. And I'm not saying you don't have to put work into it or effort or you just rest on your laurels, but like you have a good time doing it. Mm-hmm. It should be a fun time putting together that Lego set. It should not be strife and animosity and forcing pieces where they don't go or yelling at the pieces for potentially being missing when they're right under your nose. Like, Hey, yeah, you should be putting them in together. Yeah. You know, have, Get yourself a partner who can tell you uh, that they need a thingamadoodle and you know exactly what that thingamadoodle is. And let me tell you, dear listener, I have a person like that and I am very fortunate. I need a spaceship. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the thing for the phone. (laughs) I need... (laughs) I forget what the other pieces were that I was saying. Um... It was Uh... so many. I yeah, know there are so many. I'm like looking at it right now. <laughs> it was so so intricate. Ten different bags, but yeah, like you know. And then there were bags yeah. in the bags. So th- there's your top tip. <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard. If if you if you're good with somebody, it should come pretty naturally. Like I'm not saying that we don't go into relationships with trauma that we need to work on. Or that, you know, you shouldn't have to work on yourself for things to work with with a person. Like, no, you definitely have to keep working on yourself. And there are things in life that, you know, you're, that are going to come your way that you're going to have to work on uh, again or all over. And that's fine. But, like, it shouldn't not everything shouldn't be a constant fight. It shouldn't be fight should be a foreign thing to you because you should be able to communicate and why are we well i don't know why i got on you know because i've been because i've been drinking alcohol while you were drinking sprite this is therapy with tyler and jordan yeah welcome to join twin the cocktail twin, and- join twin flames cocktails and colts <laughs> our classes are only six dollars and 66 cents <laughs> oh yes <laughs> join no, our so patreon I, <laughs> I i get i i start uh, sometimes i'll have you know a little bit to drink and we're talking about relationships and i just thought about how fortunate and how lucky i am and about the person i love and care for deeply and it just it got me excited and i just got excited and what, what can i say Zoy. i know i am i'm very lucky oh you should do a poetry reading. Should I? No. That's how you lose every listener. <laughs> <laughs> I did write uh, a poem for them, too. Yeah. yeah, you should vote if you want to hear the poem. <laughs> <laughs> no, my God. <laughs> uh. <laughs> mm, I did. Oh, you're funny. Thank you, thank you. I'm here all week. Try the veal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about some traumatized humans. Um. So. The cows. The, the cows. baby cows. 
Oh, baby cows. Oh, I forgot to take you to see the mattress barn. That's actually a barn. Oh, well, 30 days. 30 days. Mm -hmm. As September. April, June, and November. How many times are we going to do this today? <laughs> I know. We're going to keep doing it. But uh, This is our third episode we've recorded today, by the way. Two of them are Patreon episodes that we mm -hmm. are still trying to find a name for, where we review... Uh, movies. Interesting movies. You know, you really should become a Patreon. A patron, just so hey, you can listen. Bottom tier, $3. You still get the episodes. You don't get the extra bonus episodes, but you get a weekly episode that's only for Patreon. So I added that to all the tiers, and then we'll do some extra episodes that the top three tiers get. Mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, $3 a month. And honestly, I know people who are like, I don't want to join because that, that seems like a ridiculously small amount of money to like support you. I mean, if you want to give more, sure. But $3 a <laughs> month, 10 of you at $3 a month pays for two of my subscriptions that I need to run the podcast. Yep. So honestly, like, a bun like having 10 people in the $3 a month tier, first of all, it shows me that 10 people are actually like caring. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, it's it's not a small amount to us. So it really does help and supports the podcast. It and so we wanted to give I have burping from my sprite guys. Sorry. Yeah, from your sprite. Um, but it really does give uh the opportunity for us to expand and grow. And I need there's a couple of things I need to purchase so that my mic will work. <laughs> I, I promise you, Tyler has so many good ideas um, that yeah. but you are helping realize these ideas and they're great ideas. And it's totally a worthwhile cause. And we will put out an episode. We will watch a movie and put out an episode on here so you can see what it is we do and how mm -hmm. fun it is and that you can get on board but I post on Instagram uh, before the move, before it comes out, because it comes out on Sundays on the Patreon, before it comes out and we spoil it for you so you can watch the film too. So we did The Ramen Girl first and then, no, oh shoot, I don't remember what the second one is. Oh, um, <laughs> I'd have oh, to look. Was it mid? No, was it Midsummer? Was it? No, I don't think was so. Was it old? It might have been old. I can tell I you actually. Like old, I feel I feel like old was one of our first, like definitely in the first um, group of, of uh, movies. Let's see here. Because that was last Thursday or uh, last Tuesday that we recorded that one. I remember or that we watched it together. Man, we did a lot of recording last week. Uh, four is old. Three. Okay, I think we're alone oh. now. That's two. I think we're alone now. Yes. Three is midsummer, four is old, and five is rabid. And then we did two today. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we're out we're quite a bit with now. those. So you'll have them for a while, even if I get sick again. <laughs> Which we don't want to have happen. But honestly, these are fun to record even when I'm not feeling well. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then we get to watch a movie together. Yeah, which is honestly 
the uh, best part of my day usually. So <laughs> we should do that now. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we actually should. I have time. Ooh, okay. Before I have my meeting with my 12 year old and then two for ones. Yes, you have a busy night. Uh, where I'll wear my stockings again for you all. People seem to like that. I got a $10 tip on a picture of my stockings. You know what? I, yeah. From a lady. Well, come, From a lady. let me, let me know when you get a $20 tip for having nice legs. Okay. That, Cause that's where, that's where I'm at uh, currently. I love it. Still. Nice legs. I'm like, thank you. I do have nice legs. I've never gotten a tip on my website saying it's because I have nice legs. So if someone wants to do that, you sure can. Hey, you know what? The moment is now. I'd rather you be on Patreon, everybody. So uh, because I get more money from the money for Patreon than I do from the website. Right. (laughs) They only take they only take eight percent on Patreon. They take 20 percent on the website. 20 percent. 20 percent wow yeah wow so yeah well there's uh that's this has been twin flames allegedly (laughs) allegedly allegedly so yes like subscribe share do all the things in all the places and join our patreon to get our extra episodes it's worth it you get like four episodes for three bucks a month yeah, I mean, that's... Plus, there's more on there already, so you'll get all the ones that are already on there, and then you also get the episodes early and ad-free in audio. hmm I haven't... I have not been able to afford video yet, because it's... I think it's $40 a month or $60 a month for me to be able to post the videos ad-free on there. Do you know, I'm okay with it being audio only, because good grief. Vimeo is what i have to use and for me to be able to do large files and have the backups of the large files on there it costs like i think it's 40 or 60 dollars a month jesus so i feel bad not having video on there but i can't afford it yet you know it's good for uh being in the car right you know but youtube for video yeah for for everything that's not patreon exclusive Mm-hmm. you can see my face which is it's a face and, i have uh, a face you do have a face and a marceline tattoo um she's holding hambo yeah wondering why her dad stole her fries he just fries. Uh, I, sh- I should get a tattoo of some fries i should get like items too not just the characters that remind me you of the- should yes should i get the fries in my armpit you should get the fries in your armpit armpit fries armpit fries i I love it i don't know if i can go through the pain of an armpit okay i mean that's fair that that, yeah that feels like it'd be excruciating so although i could get brad (laughs) or a peach peach pit oh my god wait a minute i was thinking brad from the movie we just watched but oh no brad pitt (laughs) that makes more sense to me because i was thinking brad the the brother in the mm. movie Teeth. And I was like, what? That name does <laughs> not suit him. I mean, he is a Brad. 
He's like a Sid. Chad. Doesn't he remind remind you of Sid from Toy Story? Oh yeah, yeah, I see it. Mm-hmm. I see it. He definitely took heads off of dolls. Oh, he did. He definitely did. No, you're right. All right. Well, we love you all. We love you. And have a good evening and a juice box and a cookie. Thank you, Landon. <laughs> it was I did Shannon first and then Here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, I'm just kidding. If I don't see you tomorrow, if I don't see you tomorrow morning, have a good morning. If I don't see you tomorrow afternoon, have a good afternoon. <laughs> and remember, no, I'm just kidding. Have a I'm hug, kidding. a juice box, and a cookie. And a cookie. It's not that Shannon or Landon will ever hear that. So, <laughs> And follow Shannon and Landon. There you go. On TikTok. Mwah. Bye. Bye. Crows out. <laughs>